thank you for joining me. So this is Pregnant at Last. My name's Stacey and this is my own personal journey and my little diary, I suppose, um, of trying to conceive naturally and then going through IVF, ICSI and getting our two babies and everything that comes with that. So I'm so glad you're here and welcome. So the first episode is trying to conceive. Now I've not really got anything written down. I've not really planned out what I'm going to say. All I know is I'm starting right from the very beginning. So at the moment it's 2022. I've got a four-year-old and I've got a two-year-old and I'm pregnant um, with our third baby who is due in, well I'm 20 weeks next week. So in 20 weeks. But I'm going right back to the beginning because um that is where this whole journey started so what year was it it was 2017 me and Aquilino my boyfriend had been together three years and we decided that we wanted a baby together we wanted to start a family we both love children and he comes from quite a big family he's Italian so he's got um two brothers a sister about a million cousins (laughs) and aunties and uncles and it's amazing so it's just yeah just the way that he's been brought up and he's always envisaged that for himself I have just always loved children and just have always known that that is kind of my calling in life I suppose to be a mum and yeah so we obviously you have that chat don't you should we have a baby yeah we'll have a baby Actually, this this wasn't 2017, this was 2016, sorry, because we actually did IVF in 2017, so I don't remember the exact months and things like that because it was a while ago. Uh, so let me think, 2016, we probably started trying, yeah, it will have been April time because we had just bought our first house together and we moved into that in April, so... We wanted to get our house bought and then we'd start trying. And um, it wasn't like we were planning it or timing any kind of sex or anything to try and get pregnant. We were just, I just came off contraception. So that's a good point, actually. Contraception. I had been on the pill since I was, what, 14? um to just help with my periods and things like that because they were quite painful so doctor prescribed me the pill and then I think when I got to probably 19 years old I had the implant um fitted into my arm and then that runs out after three years so then I had another one straight back in and then yeah I think I had two implants and then when it was time for the third we decided we were um gonna not not do that and just see if we got pregnant so a long time being on contraception and obviously that's a completely different topic but I wish I kind of researched that more but hey ho when you're 14 and a doctor tells you to put something in your body you tend to do it don't you but yeah, it's, that's a whole different conversation. So 
that was basically it. I, I, took, I didn't have my implant in um, and we were just carrying on, on as normal and just having sex when we normally would. And I just assumed that maybe after a month or two or three, would be pregnant. And I'd already had um, two, two of my best friends, Joe and Tash, they already had had children. Um, and for them, it was like so easy. One of my friends, it was like the first time that they had sex after her not having any contraception. And I was like, oh, that's how it works then. You know, you just have sex one time maybe two or three, and you're pregnant. Um, my other friend, she actually didn't know she was pregnant until she was 26 weeks and <laughs> went for a scan. So I think I just assumed I'd be the same and it'd be really easy. So it was really hard for me when it wasn't happening. And I'd told everybody that we we were trying so like me and my best friends are so close we've got a group chat and we we tell each other everything so before we'd even decided that I wasn't going to have the implant in I'd already talked to them about it so they knew and it's that it's so exciting and everybody's excited for you but the longer it goes on and each month it's a negative pregnancy test or your period just arrives and your friends are starting to ask you, have you done a test yet? You, is it positive? You start to feel really shit. Well, I started to feel really shit about it. And I started to feel like, what is wrong with me? Why Why can my friends get pregnant like that? And then there's me. And I clearly know that, you know, there's something wrong. So that's when I stopped being so chill about it. And I started to download these apps that track your ovulation and I bought loads of ovulation tests. Started doing lots of research about, you know, the best frequency or the how often you should be having sex. The best positions <laughs> to have sex in for the sperm to do what it needs to do. And I even remember... Now, this podcast is going to go into detail, so family members, if you're listening, you might not want to listen. But I used to, after we'd have sex, I would literally get a cushion under me and I would put my legs up in the air against the back of the bed and I would lay there for as long as possible to help. (laughs) And, you know, when I think about that now, it is hilarious, but I was getting to that point of, like, desperation and I wanted to just try everything So, yeah, that was the road I went down. I was using these apps to track things, like I was taking my temperature to see when I was ovulating. These ovulation tests were saying I was ovulating, so then we would have sex. And still, there was just nothing, no positive pregnancy test ever in how long was it. It was, you know, over a year. I think we got to 13 months and then I was like, right, I've had enough of this. Um, but yeah, it it really shocked me how, how much it took over my life 
you know, we went from just being so relaxed and chilled about it to very quickly not being so chilled. And it really takes away like that. Just the romantic side of your relationship because I definitely, when I look back now, I feel really, I feel really shit about how I handled it all. But, you know, at the same time, that is just how I handled it and whatever. But I think for Equilino, it was kind of put on this regimen of <laughs> you've got to do all these things and like making sure what he was eating and what kind of protein shakes he was taking and la 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 and sex just doesn't become fun anymore after a little bit when it's like you're looking at your watch you're looking at the date and no matter what you're doing you've got to drop it because we need to have sex because I'm ovulating right now it's just not the nicest experience to be honest so you know as a couple I would say that was a very stressful time in our relationship because um Aquilino as a person is just very laid back like extremely extremely laid back which is a good thing um I'm not saying it's a bad thing but I I'm not so laid back and um he would always just say listen we're overthinking it let's just chill out it'll happen we'll get pregnant whereas I was like but what if it won't what if it doesn't that is why we've got to try all these things so we were definitely looking at it from different points of view so there was a lot of tension and yeah just wasn't wasn't the funniest time to be honest so yeah I decided you know, we need to just have some tests done, make sure everything's okay and figure it out. That was also quite a difficult thing for Aquilino because he he didn't want to tell anybody that we couldn't get pregnant. Um, and I'm going to have him on on his own episode so we can ask him about this in a bit more detail. But I think generally for men it's quite demasculating to feel that maybe you can't do that I know for me it was really hard I'm like bloody hell (laughs) I'm a woman and I felt like my one job on this earth is to reproduce I know that just sounds so mental now but that's how I felt like we are human beings that we're you know we're here to do that and I can't I can't fucking do it so I felt really shit so I understand why I didn't really want to share that that news with people Um, whereas I needed to share it to make me feel better. But when it was to go to the doctors, he really didn't want to have to go and give any kind of samples, like sperm samples, because he just thought, if we carry on, we will get pregnant eventually. But, um, you know, how long is that eventually going to be? So this was something we... I won't say we argued about it, but there was a lot of conversations of him trying to be like well let's just wait a bit longer and me be like absolutely not (laughs) and eventually I won that one so yeah I made an appointment with my GP and that started the whole the whole ball game and figuring out what actually was going on with us with me with him what the next steps were going to be 
and yeah it was a roller coaster let me just put it that way so yeah that's going to be the next episode actually I don't want this to go on too long it's my first episode and um I just wanted to concentrate really on the trying to conceive and I think ultimately what I've taken away from it is if I could go back in time to just communicate better and to understand each other because I think we both had our own thoughts and feelings and how we want to proceed and we were so engrossed in our own that we didn't really listen to the other person. Um, and I mean, we're here now, four years later, and we've got two beautiful children, which you can hear all about, but that trying to get pregnant can really, really, like, takes over. It took over every aspect of my life. In a morning, I would open my eyes, and when I'd started using these apps and ovulation tests, I had a little thermometer next to my bed. So every morning... I'd be taking my temperature, um, I'd be tracking my cervical mucus, putting it all in the app, and it was all I could think about. And people announcing their pregnancies, it was like, honestly, a slap in the face every time. And I was obviously happy for them, but when you're going through all of this all of this trying to conceive and it's not working and it's what you want more than anything in the whole entire world and you've kind of planned it out, it's just really, really hard. Um, and, you know, I was 24. Was I 24? No. 26. So very young. I think that's very young because I'm 32 now. Um but yeah, my friends, they were like wanting to go on girls' holidays and plan all these things, going on nights out. And I just couldn't, I couldn't plan anything because I was always saying, yeah, but I'll probably be pregnant then or I'll, I'll be this many months pregnant by then and I won't be able to fly at this many weeks. Like you literally, I was planning everything around this pregnancy that wasn't happening and it stopped me doing so much. Like, I didn't want to drink. I just didn't want to put myself in any kind of situation where it was going to affect my fertility or, or conceiving. So I became quite reclusive. Like, I still saw all my friends and everything, but I didn't really go out anymore, whereas I used to go out with my friends a lot. And, yeah, I kind of missed out on quite a lot. But in my head, it was it was worth the sacrifice. So... Yeah, um, I think that's everything that I want to talk about with trying to get pregnant. And um, like I've said, my next episode, I'm going to go a bit deeper into um, like kind of realising that help was needed and then what that looks like for both of us. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and keep your eyes peeled for my next episode. <laughs> See you later.